Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. Episode 17, The Disease to Please. I suffer from a disease. I've struggled through the effects of this condition for my whole life, basically. It affects me every single day. It informs all of my decisions, and it distracts me from what I want to do, and causes me a great amount of stress in my daily life. It often leaves me feeling scattered and scrambling around to get everything done. It leads me way off my course in many directions, and I would say it is the number one obstacle that I'm learning to move away from and jump over. I know I'm not alone in suffering from this condition. In talking to many folks who listen to this show, it's clear that many suffer from this and that it's something that needs to be addressed in a major way. Women seem to suffer from this on a mass level, and in my life, I'm just plain sick of it. I want out from underneath it, away from its control over my life and out of its clutches. I have the disease to please. I'm a people pleaser, and I'm over it. I've just started to really come to terms with it, too. The more I read and reflect, the more sure I am that this shoe fits, unfortunately. Does it fit you? Psychology Today published an article um, of 10 signs that you're a people pleaser. So let's go over the list so that you can check in with yourself and see if this plays out in your life, too. I'll share a little bit personally about each one of these so you can see how it affects me as an example. Okay, let's dive in. Number one, you pretend to agree with everyone. This happens a lot for me when I really think about it. Not all of the time, but uh, some of the time it really does. I'm definitely opinionated in some situations, but in others, I defer in favor of the group dynamics. Sometimes it just seems easier. Number two, you feel responsible for how other people feel. Yikes. Yeah, I feel this way a lot. I think this is really a boundaries issue. I mean, if you think that you're responsible for other people's emotions by what you do or don't do or say or don't say, well, you are wrong. But it's so easy to think that way. So many times I've thought or said, she's going to be mad at me if I do that. And the fretting that happens after that, instead of realizing that my feelings are my feelings and your feelings are your feelings. And those are different zones. Number three, you apologize often. Assuming responsibility for more than your share is a red flag. I've done this just to keep the peace, to please everyone by just taking the blame, taking responsibility, even if I don't feel that I deserve it. Number four, 
You feel burdened by the things that you have to do. I think everybody feels this way at some point. But if you find yourself upset because your days are filled with things that other people want you to do, maybe you should take a look at your schedule and make some priorities. I'm fully aware that this is so much easier said than done. Uh, But I've been working on this a lot in the last year. And been trying to quit filling up every day with something, especially if it's not what I want to do. Okay, number five on the list of signs you may be a people pleaser. You can't say no. This relates to number four for me. Uh, There's a blurry line between those two, and I'm working on it. It's difficult to say no for people pleasers. We want to please you and avoid the negative consequences of saying no to your request. Which leads me to the next number. Number six, you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Yep, this rings true in my life. Most times, I'll do just anything to appease the angry person. I'm not proud of it, but I can see that pattern in my life. The big lesson is to be true to yourself. And if that makes someone angry, well, that's their feelings. And referring back to number two, feeling responsible for other people's feelings. I'm learning that this may be uncomfortable, but I've got to be true to my own desires and needs. And when I am true to that, people may not like it. I've lost a few friends over the last year Now that I'm expressing my opinions and doing what I want to do and trying not to do what I don't want to do. And anytime you change like that, you're going to have people who leave your life and don't like what you're doing. And I've just had to be okay with that. Number seven, you act like the people around you. It's so much easier to lean into group dynamic when you're in a group and do what everyone else is doing, right? If everybody's drinking, then we'll drink. If everybody's eating, then we'll eat. In fact, we'll tend to eat more in a group setting if it makes other people happy and more comfortable. And that's a big red flag. Something to keep an eye on. Number eight. You need praise to feel good. This one is ouchy. Immediately brings up feelings of vulnerability as I'm admitting this to you. I want so desperately to be at the point where I don't need external kudos, which down to the base level are just clues that we get from people that we are doing the right thing that will please them. However, I need to find that validation within myself. And I hope that you do too. Nine, you go to great lengths to avoid conflict. Well, yes, conflict is not my favorite thing, I admit. I don't think it's anyone's favorite thing, but some people are more comfortable with it than others. And some of us will do just about anything to avoid it. In my case, I wouldn't say I'm 100% this way, but I'll admit Much of my behavior is centered around making sure conflict doesn't even arise in the first place. Number 10. You don't admit it when your feelings are hurt. Hiding your real emotions, 
especially feelings of being hurt, can be toxic. When I've done this, it's led to feelings of resentment and loneliness because no one really knows how I feel. So what do you think? Are you a people pleaser? Some of these may apply and some may not, but I think looking over these 10 signs and taking an honest look at your behavior can't be a bad thing. My thoughts are that people-pleasing behavior can cause us to sacrifice our own well-being. Being a martyr is not cool, folks. Overextending to please everyone else's needs and ignoring yourself is just self-inflicted suffering. If we're making ourselves miserable in order to please other people, things are out of whack. Over time, this kind of behavior is super toxic and leads to chronic stress, which is the base of so many diseases and conditions in your body. Repressing yourself to please everyone can literally cause you physical problems. Learning to people please is often a behavior that starts early on in life. So to unpack it, we need to take a look at where it begins. And so let's look at at where I think mine began, for an example. Let's unpack this so that we can examine where my people-pleasing behaviors now started. When I think of the origin of my disease to please, I go right back to being a little girl, doing anything I can to make people smile and be happy around me. I figured out in my little brain that if I was cute enough or smart enough or talented enough, or funny enough, then I could redirect any conflict that was going on around me. My sister was a powerful force of loud arguments as she got into her teen years, and me being much younger, I was eight years younger than her, it affected me. She caused us all a great deal of strife in the house, and it just about broke my mom's heart with her wild, rebellious antics. She took the peace in the home away, and I'm just being real about that. And I'm telling you this raw, honest story to illustrate the environment where my people-pleasing started. I understood, as a small child, that I could make things a little better in my mind by being a very good girl. I could distract from the chaos. I could excel in things and get kudos. I even remember that I had a record player and often played my favorite song on it, Love Will Keep Us Together by Captain Antoniel. I tried my best to make everyone happy when they weren't, and I would do anything to make that happen. This is where it began, and more and more I'm realizing it has followed me into adulthood. I don't blame anyone for this at all, by the way. No one in my family, it's no one's fault. My intent is just to take a good, honest look at my patterns so I can prune off what I don't like about what I do. And although people-pleasing seems like it appeases um, the, those around us in the moment, the person doing the pleasing is the one that suffers the long-term consequences of it all. And I don't want to do it anymore. It's not like I can just undo a lifetime of these behaviors, but... I will work on it piece by piece, moment by moment, situation by situation. So what do we do? How do we make steps to overcome the disease to please? 
I have just a couple ideas that I think are starting points. They're just many steps in the right direction. They are what I'm working on in this area. And of course, that means I have to bring them to you. Okay, first, it's important that you figure out what you really do want and need. You have to be clear about what you want. If you've spent a life figuring out how to please everyone else in their needs, maybe you're not clear about what you want. So that's step one, getting clear about what you want and letting go of the rest. Just because someone around you thinks something's important, that does not mean it is to you. And breaking those patterns and unteasing what's important to you and what's important to other people is quite a process. The other biggie is to set boundaries. Boundaries. People pleasers are notoriously bad at this, and I am no exception. I'm working really hard on setting them and sticking to them. And finally, practice saying no when you want to say no. Start with the little things. When someone has a request of you or asks you to do something, really think about it. Is this something I really want to do? Take some time and make the decision, not just the automatic yes that comes so naturally to people who like to please. I'm actively working on all these steps, and I know that this is just the tip of the iceberg. So stay tuned for more on this subject, and I hope I gave you something to think about this week, all you people pleasers. See you next week. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes, share our Insta posts, and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews in iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because... I have so much more to say.